All right. Welcome aboard, everybody. This is the Wealthy Sports Lounge. We are so excited to be here with you tonight on this beautiful Tuesday evening. Uh, I'm joined here by co-host Tyler. How you doing, man? Hey, hey. It's our official welcome back show. I'm, I'm great, man. Ready to get back into the swing of things here. That's awesome, man. Yeah, me too. It's been a it's been a healthy off season, but I'm very much looking forward to uh, getting back into the swing of things and talking some ball. So, uh, first things first, we have some exciting changes to the show that we're uh, that we're experimenting with. We'll call it that. Um, just due to uh, logistical challenges on everybody. Uh, you know, you live 45 minutes from me, and so sometimes on a weeknight, <laughs> it's hard to get here at night and we know the reality of this business that we're trying to break into is that when you're talking about sports um if you're if you're not keeping up with it and talking about stuff and if if we record something and we don't get it out for two days a lot of times it's not relevant anymore it's too late so we are making some changes to the show we are going to be uh doing the show remotely which is interesting and involves a lot more technology and work on producer joe's end so we're very (laughs) very grateful to have him we did a dry run uh he was at my house last week um where we basically just didn't talk about anything other than how the frick to figure out this technology stuff and uh, now he's at your house tonight getting everything squared away on your end so um, but the beautiful thing is, is that once, uh, once he teaches us how to do this, he's, his happy ass is staying home on Tuesday nights. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're very happy to uh, have this rolling. So we're going to be messing with video. We're going to be doing a much better job of clipping and getting things out on YouTube and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm just very excited about this change. I think it's going to do a lot of good. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Well, let me just start off and say, uh, you know, I'm always excited for some good old fashioned experimentation. So <laughs> thanks, Joe. It was quite the eye opening experience. But no, I'm, I'm excited. Um, you know, there's uh, a lot of time that we missed. And, and I think, um, you know, what's most exciting, uh, certainly when we look uh, really at our, at our growth from year one to year two, I think this is really what's going to help us continue to expand and get out to more people. And I hope everybody is uh, excited to come along for the ride as we are. Um, and this will give us a lot more flexibility, like you said, just, just staying on top of stuff. And, um, you know, I don't have to rely on a bowling night to, <laughs> to, to get back over to your house. So, uh, should be great. And, uh, I, I think this will be, um, kind of a great way to start adding some, some, uh, different things to the show and, and maybe expand on a few other topics that, uh, you know, not everybody loves football like we do. So maybe mm-hmm. there's some other things that we can bring, some other wrinkles that we can bring to the show. So we're excited. Opens up our arsenal for potential uh, guests now that we kind of have this process um, nailed down, if you will. Um, if we have somebody maybe out of state, maybe we bring on somebody who might be an expert in the industry, or maybe we start doing some other sports stuff and I've got somebody in Nebraska that I want to interview or uh, you and your end, if we end up doing any MMA stuff, like, yeah. you know, maybe we do like a, a fight night watch along or something like that. Like Rogan does and mess around. There's just so many like options and things that we can do with this. And I'm really excited to, to look more into it and just, you know, instead of 
sitting around the table drinking beer saying, what if, you know, maybe we could do this someday. We're just trying stuff out. And we'll throw some mud on the wall and see if it sticks. Look, when we inevitably sign that $20 million a year contract and, uh, you know, we're bringing on big stars, <laughs> we'll look back yep. at this and think of, oh. The good old days. The good old days. <laughs> So cool. Well, let's get right into it. Um, we've got some uh, some breaking news in the off season. Um, actually, I guess not breaking news, but um, what? Let me let me. I'll throw to you here real quick. Let's do a quick draft recap. And um, what were what were some things that you saw that you liked, and maybe some things that stood out to you? Yeah. Look, let's let's apologize. Well, let me apologize to everybody for keeping everybody waiting and, and missing our full breakdown of the draft and um, all the exciting things that have happened this offseason. This is this is arguably the most exciting offseason I can I can remember. Um, and I think, you know, with uh, the season just getting underway in a year in a couple weeks with the preseason, this will give us the opportunity to kind of um, talk about some things that that was was missed over the offseason. So, more to come on that, but the draft in particular, man, There's this was an exciting draft. I think, um, you know, in particular, we'll start with being, being from Michigan, of course, the the Detroit Lions draft, I thought they absolutely nailed it. And I think this they is crushed it. two years in a row where you can legitimately say they nailed it in every, every sense of the way. Um, you know, a lot of that has to do with... Um, the Jaguars being complete idiots and drafting or uh, passing on the best player in the draft. Um, and then out of nowhere, they trade uh, what from, from 32nd overall, they gave a second round pick with rival Minnesota Vikings. That's all they gave away to move all the way up to number 12 and draft Jamison Williams. Um, they, they fleeced uh, the Vikings on that deal. Absolutely. And they did it later on in the draft with the Packers. Like, it was mind-blowing that the uh, Vikings were so willing to deal within the division. But, you know, when you look at the the pieces that they're building uh, and, and the young talent that they've drafted the last couple of years, I mean, they are prime uh, to, to take the next step this year. I'm really excited, excited for Aiden Hutchinson. And then when Jamison Williams comes back from that um, – that knee injury is one of the fastest players in the draft. So you're, you're talking, taking the top off the, uh, the defense and with, uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown and, uh, TJ Hawkinson, and then arguably a, a top five offensive line. Um, what's his face? Jared Goff's got a, got a ton to work with, and this team could surprise a lot of people. I think, uh, have you seen the over under? Has anybody seen the over under on what the, uh, projected wins for the lions are this year it's like six and a half yeah and if they weren't the lions i would hammer the over on that yeah i mean they they crushed it against the spread last year so usually mm -hmm. that's a, a good indicator that you're you're turning a corner and uh probably better than your record uh indicates so i think this team is of course if they stay healthy uh they're gonna shock a lot of people this year and i i do not foresee them uh finishing last in the division this year Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I heard a stat the other day that just absolutely boggled my mind, and it was the the Lions have the they have the most money invested in their offense of any other. It's team like one hundred fifty three million. It's some astronomical number like that. 
that shocked me yeah. because like you you don't expect a Detroit team to actually invest in like and it, and outside of Jared Goff like there's not really like one like hyper aggressive salary on the board there's no. there's not like they don't have a running back making 20 million or a wide receiver making 25 um they they've got wide receiver making 12 they've got you know a handful of good line linemate yeah they've got you know what eight to eight to 15 invested in linemen Mm -hmm. per per lineman so you gotta love what they're doing and man if they could get out of their own way and just close out games they they're i mean how many one score games did they lose last year most of them a lot (laughs) yeah so i there's just such a um there there's there's if you're a lions fan you got to be excited this year yeah and and you the 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 common thread or the common feeling is just that michael scott meme saying i'm ready to get hurt again (laughs) like inevitably they're same story every year um, but there's just, it just seems like there's a new sheriff in town and, uh, uh, Dan Campbell is the right fit for yeah. this team. The he's culture. exactly what they needed to break through this losing ass culture they've had for the last, I don't know, my entire life. Yep. Um, so yeah, very excited to see that. Um, Here, here's the thing this year, they, they, if, if golf flames out, they can move off of them and there's a, a very good, uh, draft class coming up for quarterbacks too so Detroit's in in prime position and they've they've definitely built the right way and I'm really excited to see how it pans out this year yeah absolutely so who do you think the biggest winner was um let's kind of shift gears into um free agency and you can kind of tie in some Packers stuff Ah. who do you think one of the biggest winners or and or losers in free agency because I'll I'll say this for me personally I think one of the biggest losers in free agency was uh, the Green Bay Packers I I I agree 100%. 100%. They, I mean, I'll say they, they did a good job drafting defense. They love drafting them some defense. The Georgia Bulldogs. Yep. Hey, I, I, it's picking at 23, 28, wherever they were picking in the draft, um, I think they had two picks late in the first, 22 right? 22 and 28, you got it. Yeah, you can't really go wrong with two two defensive players out of Georgia. I mean, that, that defense was unbelievable. Um, they, they had... Um, Six guys go in the first round, I believe. The Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, did. I could be. I could be wrong about. I believe that, they tied five, the record. Yeah, five six dudes go in the first round. So unbelievable pedigree uh, coming from <laughs> that school and that system, and seeing what they did to Alabama in the national championship last year, just very impressive. Um, but they, the 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 Green Bay Packers, I think losing Devonte Adams and getting Sammy Watkins is. <laughs> What are we it's, doing? It's a here, lopsided trade off. <laughs> the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. And I, I think the worst part about that now, now part of that's just uh, the rules that are in place because uh, originally they had asked for Darren Waller back, but because Devonte was on a uh, franchise tag, they're they're not mm. able to include a player with uh, uh, with the trade. So mm. we ended up with the first and the second round pick, which. You know, we we turned it into some really good players, but it, there's yeah. no scenario where you trade away the best receiver in the NFL and come out winning, especially when you don't replace them. Sammy Watkins, I mean, look, we've been waiting for him to be be Julio Jones for 
how many years, you know, all that the Bills gave up originally to trade up for him, thinking that's what he was going to be, and it hasn't happened, and he's been injury prone. So you're rolling out with Sammy Watkins, who's who's probably going to be a cut candidate. Um, he's he's there cheap enough, so may, maybe they they keep him around. But um, Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard are your your top guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you would hope Christian Watson, maybe he's the next Justin Jefferson, but uh, historically Aaron Rodgers doesn't like his second round receivers. So uh, the hardest part about that whole scenario, knowing Rodgers likely has two years left, and with that Devontae Adams trade, you free up $20 million in cap space and you just don't do a damn thing with it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, look, even if you're going to invest it in some stud on defense, I don't care. Do, do something with it. You have the cap space to do it. Yeah. Um, and when you look at the Eagles who went out, gave up a first round for AJ Brown, why in the hell did we not do that? (laughs) We we had an extra one to play with, you know what I mean? And he's, uh, what five, five years younger than Devontae Adams. Mm Mm-hmm. So, dude, I I think that the the Packers trading Devontae Adams makes like in with their need like their desperate need for another wide receiver kind of reminds me of Joe Biden tapping into our national oil reserves and selling it to China. Like, tell me how that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh. <laughs> And who knows, you know, there's there's still time left in the offseason, but we're running out. You know, we got uh, Terry McLaren, who just got locked up. Um, you know, maybe, maybe maybe Debo Samuel, maybe that's the answer. Maybe uh, they can't come to a amicable contract extension and they, they ship them off with Jimmy G or something like that. But um, outside of uh, – we'll get into winners here in a minute, but uh, what are your thoughts on – on the Indianapolis Colts, you've got a team who was a game away from the playoffs last year with Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Got a very young core, mm-hmm. number of all pros on the team, most cap space going into free agency, and did almost nothing with it. Yeah. Um, I th- I was very confused, actually. <laughs> um it's it's almost like Chris Ballard with that southern accent is just so laissez-faire with their money. Like it's not like their owner is is, you know, some conservative guy that's, you know, sitting in a farm in Indiana. Like you you've got the flamboyant Jim Ursay. The dude wants to win. He's mm-hmm. he's invested in the team. He wants to spend money. I just don't I, I don't really understand they're, they just kind of seem like they're floating because yeah. they, they have a solid defense, a good O-line, um, hell of a running back. Yep. I mean, they, they and they've got a good one-two punch there. Yeah, their um, front seven on defense is fantastic. For sure. So it's just a very, like, I part of it, I think, has to do with Peyton Manning syndrome. Like, that team was so built around a spread Peyton Manning pro-style offense that we we've just been so accustomed to that and mm-hmm. then the heir apparent andrew luck um you know just an unbelievable arm talent but they the last five years they've been a revolving door at quarterback and um credit i'll say this though credit to them they took a swing at carson wentz and he just he wasn't a good fit and they they cut their losses and they and they yeah. moved off <laughs> and they found a team dumb enough to eat his entire salary too <laughs> so i mean like we we can't like we can't say that 
I heard a really good analogy. AJ Hinch, the coach of the Tigers, said this when talking about a trade that they made, is that you can't like everybody said that. So the backstory: Isak Pedrades, uh, a, a player that they traded away this mm-hmm. offseason, who's crushing it with Tampa Bay, um, is is you know he he was with the organization for four years and didn't really do much he was kind of an average to below average player but he's like we were you know you can't have it both ways we can't couldn't have been dumb for trading for him and dumb for trading him away you can't like you can't really like play that game so they're either dumb for trading for Carson Wentz and smart for trading him away or vice versa so pick Pick your poison there. Well, so. it's it's very fitting. A, a crumbling quarterback gets traded away to a crumbling organization playing in a crumbling stadium uh, full of poo-poo water leaking from the pipes. So <laughs> it'll be really interesting to see what happens with... Uh, this whole Dan Snyder <laughs> scenario, but and, and an owner that was that was subpoenaed for uh, a congressional hearing, yeah. it just didn't show up for it. <laughs> I that, got money, man. Okay, by the way, money by the moves. way, I <laughs> as much as I don't like Dan Snyder and as dumb as he is, I I almost kind of respect, like, have a little bit of respect for how big <laughs> his nuts are. Just, Those massive like, grapefruits he's walking with. God, like, <laughs> you get, a, like, a subpoena for a hearing, and he just sends his boss. Well, I guess Roger Goodell technically works for the owners, but he sends Roger up there to handle it. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to be in <laughs> And goes to partying. bat for him on top of that. Yeah, right? Just, just insane. I mean, I guess. And then Roger Goodell perjured himself on the stand. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Insane, <laughs> I, guys. Guys, a genius. So, oh what can my we goodness! Say? And he's and he's gonna get away with it yeah. because is Roger Goodell. Look, and... he makes twenty five million. I think it's what is it? What did I read? Twenty five, fifty million a year. It's some something astronomical like that. So, you yeah. know. Whatever. You know, I, I, I do a lot of shitty things for that kind of money, so <laughs> <laughs> Hey, fair enough. Now now getting back to we got a little off track there, but the Indianapolis Colts, I think that in my opinion, they should be favorites to win the division this year above Tennessee. I just don't. Not I I think that they they have a veteran presence and a quarterback who to be fair, let, let's let's put this in context, though. Mm-hmm. If they have Matt Ryan, a quote-unquote game manager, who's not going to do a bunch of reckless shit, yeah. they go to the playoffs last year. Yeah. So yeah. do they make a deep run? Do they win a playoff game? I don't know. Probably not. Um, but, you know, you get a home playoff game in the divisional round, hell, anything could happen. So, um, yeah, I, I think that they, they improved greatly by picking up Matt Ryan. Um, they're going to have him around for a year or two. Yeah. Um, and if he can provide some stability and some consistency to that offense, I think that they could compete with the Titans. Yeah. And it, if, if, if they're not a playoff team, if they don't win the division, they will be a wild card team this year. Yeah. Losing, losing AJ Brown, uh, in Tennessee certainly helps because I, they not that this changes anything. Obviously, they were run first anyways, but A.J. Brown definitely brings a lot to uh, that offense, and not having him is is going to hurt. So you got Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence down there in Jacksonville, but that's about the extent of it. So it's not a real competitive division, so it's not going to take a whole lot. It's just it's disappointing to see a team that positioned themselves and drafted so well the last few years to have all that room to not do anything with it. It's just it's mind-boggling to me. Before we move on to winners, I, I do want to touch on. Um, oops, everybody still hear me? Think so? Yep. Still good? 
Cool. Yeah, um, we're good. Uh, your Kansas City Chiefs, Tyreek Hill, shipped out of town. So not only am I losing my best receiver, Tyreek Hill is now uh, Miami Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Better, worse? You think this is a situation where, uh, hey, Patrick Mahomes is going to spread the ball around more, or uh, are they going to re- regress considerably? Um, if they weren't playing in the most stacked division mm-hmm. in pro football, I would say they're going to be fine. They'll figure it out. I'm the, the at this point, um, and this is the only division that I could say about this. Um, it's a toss up right now. Like, and any team in one through four could could easily win that division this yep. year. Like the Raiders, it got significantly better this year, and they made the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, the Chargers would have made the playoffs if they would have tied or not lost that last game of the season <laughs> by three points. Um, and the um, uh, the the Chiefs, you know, obviously made a run last year. Couldn't couldn't close out the Bengals and the. Uh, um, which, by the way, the Bengals came out of nowhere last year. Like, un- unbelievable story. Like, they're and they're they're getting zero love this off season. Mm-hmm. By the way, they, there's which is insane. You know, we'll we'll get into winners here in a minute, but it's bizarre. To it's me. insane. So, very concerned. I'll say this: I'm concerned about the Chiefs. Um, yeah. Not necessarily because of them. I think they'll be fine. Um, but they've got a brutal schedule this year, especially mm-hmm. to start things off. And you and I both know that September. Um, you know, at least last year they, they started off what, like, you know, three and four, some, something mm-hmm. like that. And, uh, they, they, they got hot as a pistol about midway through the season and just rattled off a bunch of wins, ran away with the division. But, um, but yeah, I ha- losing your, your number one deep threat, um, that's, that's going to hurt and yeah. they're going to have to retool and restructure their offense. Um, they did pick up my least favorite player in the T- NFL. Your, your favorite TikToker, though. Yeah. So I'm learning. I'm gonna have to learn to love him. But, <laughs> Can you imagine Juju and uh, uh, Pat's little and, brother? And good <laughs> hell, like we we even talked about this. Like that. Like if those two ever got connected, like the world would crumble. Um, it's gonna be a distraction. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm hoping uh, Pat Mahomes puts his foot down and tells Jackson that he can't come to any games this year. Yeah, they they've um, got to figure out a run game. Uh, having Travis Kelsey there certainly still helps. And hey, look, MVS is going to go there be and, and be a stud. Uh, oh, well, I forgot about him. Green yeah, Bay uh, struggles at receivers, so I'll be yeah. extra bitter about that. But moving on <laughs> and staying within the division, let's talk yeah. winners. How about the uh, the, the sorry. Not the San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. What do you think about their uh, their free agency spree? That was a hell of a hell of a couple free agents they got. Yeah, it sounds like they're um, they're subscribing to their uh, their lo- their other Los Angeles counterparts, the Rams, with the whole f them picks mentality, yeah. and uh, going out and getting Cleo Mack in the uh, in the, in the pairing him with there. Bosa. Pairing him with that's Bosa, filthy. Dude, that's another reason why I'm I'm not. I, I'm nervous about the Chiefs this year mm-hmm. is because that is that is you know some of the pass rushes in the AFC West are are Hall of Fame worthy yeah. today. I, it's it it is what it is. I mean, like Oakland is stacked. They got I'd Chandler the Chiefs, Jones. They brought him in and Max Crosby, yeah. which is just filthy. Yeah, double X Max Crosby coming off the edge. Like it's 
it's not going to be a cakewalk mm-hmm. um, for any team out in that division. So, yeah, then they they got J.C. Jackson, the uh, the perennial Pro Bowler from uh, New England, uh, to yep. obviously shore up a lot. And I think uh, you know when you got if you still had Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. uh, that obviously takes a lot of pressure off. But you know, let, let's also talk the offense. Is that the terrible Kansas City defense is going to have to deal with? You've got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, um, you know, and obviously Justin Herbert there slinging the rock. You got. Uh, Devonte Adams, Darren Waller, and uh, Hunter Renfro in Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, and then you talk uh, Denver, who brought. We're going to sh- save this for another show, but uh, brought in Russell Wilson. You know, so mm-hmm. it's going to be really tough sledding. And there's a very real possibility. I forgot, I, I forgot to even talk about Denver. Yeah, the fact that they got one of the better quarterbacks in the last that you know, in, in that honestly didn't get talked about a ton. Like Russell Wilson mm-hmm. was like a huge like you know, quarterback carousel type thing. And yeah. then he moves to Denver and then nobody's talking about him. I'll say I'll say this. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Um I think Russell Wilson's a smidge overrated. I agree. You know, ever since he coined uh, let let Russ cook, he was an absolute bum. Yeah. Um but I, yeah. I mean there's a there's a real possibility that Kansas City could end up fourth in the in the division, which I never thought we'd be talking about, but that entire division just absolutely loaded no, up. No, definitely not. Definitely so. not. I could see I could see Denver winning the division. I could see Denver being in fourth. Yeah, there's literally you could you could make an argument for any team, which is just yeah, sure. speaks volumes to how good that that whole division is. So yeah. um I, I think the Chargers really the the whole West is uh a winner in free agency and draft. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the other team that I think really did a great job, you know, when it comes down to it was the Rams retooling. Like how often do you have a Super Bowl winner coming into free agency, making big money moves and Mm -hmm. actually winning free agency? They brought in um, Bobby Wagner, uh, the the perennial all pro from Seattle. And then you uh, talk about, Allen Robinson replacing Robert Woods, who has uh, the dude put fourteen hundred yards up with freaking Blake Bortles, <laughs> and and was consistently over a thousand yards with the quarterback yeah. carousel playing in Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. So you talk him being your two now uh, across from Cooper Cup, uh, he's going to be in for a massive year this uh, this this year. So Rams are in really good shape and and very well could be on their way to. Uh, yeah, you know, at least another Super Bowl berth if they don't suffer from the, uh, from the, from the hangover. But mm-hmm. they positioned themselves extremely well going into the the, uh, the new year. All right, cool. Well, hey, um, we're gonna stay on the line, but we're gonna wrap this segment up and put a bow on it real quick because I need to upgrade my Zoom and we're running out of time. It's show so one, if- baby. Yeah, show one. If you're tuning in still, we want to say that you're one of the greatest human beings on the face of the planet. Um, continue to uh, tune in on the regular podcast platforms, but also check us out on YouTube where we're going to be posting a lot of short clips and uh, full video episodes. Um, so please stay tuned for that. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Have a great night. Mm-hmm.